Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Do you know all the words to Iron Levine or do you find yourself mumbling along in crowds or at events? Well, there's a new campaign calling for a national anthem to be taught in the classroom. And I'm wondering, do you agree with this? Take a listen to Rachel Cooper. She's actually heading up the campaign. We all know there's huge sporting events this year. We're all excited to be supporting Ireland in women's football and men's rugby World Cup and we want to be able to sing our national anthem with pride in the crowds and not be mumbling along beyond the first few lines. So that's Rachel speaking on uh, Breakfast earlier this morning but I want to hear your thoughts on this. Like first of all, do you know all the words to the national anthem? Is it, do you find yourself just, you know, standing maybe towards the back of the room whenever you're at an event and the national anthem has been played? Is it something that you think it should be taught in the classroom? I have to say I actually thought it was um, still being taught in in school, but seemingly it's not, according to some of the contacts we've had from from people today about this. Carl is with us on the line in Limerick. Carl, is it time for a new national anthem? Good afternoon, Andrea. How are you? Good. Um, No, I I don't think so. I I would be um, of the thinking that we should stick with the national anthem we have. I think today we're too accommodative. You know, we're too accommodating with things trying to uh, incorporate everybody. So no, I would definitely to answer that direct question. I would say no. Our our Levine is our national anthem, and it should remain so. The fact that there's so many people who don't know it. I mean, what what does mm-hmm. that say to you, Carl? There's a couple of things. I think um, uh, I come from uh, an era in school when and I'm not sure it's changed much. If you're to listen to people, where Irish was. You know, it was, it was compulsory. It was going to shove down your throat. And, and as a result, a lot of people didn't learn it very well. So that's the space I'm in. And I, and I don't mind putting my hand up saying um, I'm one of those mumbling people mm. that have an attempt at the National Anthem at, at uh, sporting events. I'm not far know. off you, Carl, to be honest. Yeah, I know. And yeah. I think it's because we had to learn it in school. And yeah. and because we learned it in, in Irish, I actually would blame the fact that because my, my Irish isn't great and I've said that many times before and I'm I'm sad about the fact that it isn't. But I, I know that if I had to sing the song now which I wouldn't wouldn't sub, wouldn't subject anybody to but I know that I'm missing a few words. Yeah, well look, I'm, I'm definitely missing a few words. I'm, I'm in your space. Um, but at the end of the day it is our it is our national anthem and there's two dimensions to it, Andrea. I like there's one thing I was listening to the piece this morning on News Talk when I was coming into work, um, Shane and Kira's show, and there's two pieces that jumped out at me. One, we don't know what we're saying, or a lot of people don't know what they're saying when they don't know the word in Irish, but they don't understand the word either. So, in other words, even when I'm doing my uh, half-baked attempt at it, I don't actually know what I'm saying in English. If you know what I mean. Mm. But, but, but often it's the case you don't actually learn the national anthem. Through. No, you don't. And, but that's the point. There's going to be a campaign, which I do agree with, because um, I, I, like yourself, I'm, I always look back and regret yeah. that I don't know Irish yeah. better than I do. I'd love to know it. But trying to get the time now to, 
start from scratch. That that's another day's work. But even if you start with the national anthem, I do think it's vital that 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 Lady Rachel introduced her. Um, that people know what it is in English. So if you're going to be teaching it, teach it by all means, Asquelga. Mm, but you need to know then what you're saying. Know what it is in yeah. English, because at the end of the day, we speak both languages. Tony is with us as well, Carl. Um, Tony, what do you think about this? Like, I mean, do you think we need a new national anthem? Or? I was never taught the, the national anthem going to school. Educated by the Christian brothers, having the notion what it even means. All I know is at the beginning, you say, you stand up and you mumble and you say, Sheena Fina Fall. And then you uh, mumble again till you come to the last bit and you say, chasing Connie around the fields at the end of it. So that's all of it I know. My grandson can sing it, no problem. He will start it now because he's, well, I suppose he's going to a girl's school anyway. But I was never taught the national anthem. Are you sad about that? Or does it, was it something you I suppose it is embarrassing when you hear it being sung. But then how many people, I mean, if you watch, I've no interest in sport, but I've seen matches on now on the television at the start, especially GA matches, and they start shouting and roaring about about halfway through, no one respects it. They're not told that they wouldn't get away with it in America, I tell you. But, uh, I mean, nobody respects it. They don't even know what they're saying, most of them. And uh, it's a shame, really, that it's not told. But then again, should we keep it? Should we not have a nation once again as the <laughs> national anthem? And that's in English. Yeah, that's a, that's a, whole, a whole other uh, discussion, um, I think, Tony, about that. Let me bring in Anne as well, if you don't mind. Anne, do you, well, what do you think of the national anthem? as it stands? Well, first and foremost, we're a democracy. I find that the national anthem is a soldier song. I totally and utterly am against that. I don't like it either in Irish and or English, even though I learned all the words in Irish when I was at school. I am totally against violence in a democracy of any description. I would love the national anthem to be um, Ireland's call, as in the rugby, um, the rugby song, to include Ulster. Um, I think it's lovely. It's just a, and there's a lovely rousing chorus in it. That's an inclusive. The uh, the the uh, it's the only one I can think of, and I've been discussing this for quite some time. Right, so change change the national anthem from Iron Levine to to Ireland's call. I'm I'm sure there's plenty of listeners who'll have uh, have thoughts on that. Actually, five three one zero six is the number if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, this listener says a problem with learning the national anthem is we can learn it, but we don't have a clue of the words. We don't actually know what they mean, says this texter. Chris has got in contact to say, I wouldn't sing the anthem because I don't think it's inclusive. I'm Irish. My parents were English, but I wouldn't be comfortable about singing the national anthem. I feel. It's too Republican, says Chris. Dee is on the line in Kerry. Um, Dee, do you think we need a new national anthem? Oh God, no, I don't. No, I think, I, I mean, I, I love Ireland's call too, but um, I think our, I think it's a beautiful, um, it's part of our culture and our heritage. We teach it in school. Uh, the children enjoy it. And I just think it's, it, it, it kind of, it's, it's very heartfelt. And, you know, it just often, makes people cheerful when when um, parents hear teach your children singing it, you know? So it's, yeah, and once they know what it means, obviously if you're teaching it, uh, you explain what it means. That's, I mean, that's that's, that's so obvious. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, and it's beautiful. And they enjoy learning it. 
the conversation today, I should say that the majority of the texts coming in, um, you know, from, from people talking about Aaron Levine is that they feel they don't know what it means. Is that surprising, Dee? Well, I think people who teach it um, must teach what it means. You know, obviously, I don't know any teacher who would teach it who who wouldn't explain what it means, whether they're in Gaelskulna or in Gnauskulna. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of don't really understand that, Andrea, but I think when we learned it at school, um, we were taught what it meant as well. So maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe do I'm we, in a different uh, planet to everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Is it still taught in school, do you know, Dee? Um, it would depend on the school. Yeah. It would be, be taught in Gaelskulna, yeah, but the... in Gnauskulna, it would depend on the ethos of the school and what values they had and... Um, no, it wouldn't be, to be honest. Okay. It wouldn't, no. Do, do you agree with um, with Rachel Cooper? I, I played a short little bit of her from earlier this morning. You know, she's leading this Learner Anthem campaign and says that the, the Iron Levine should be learned in the classroom so that people don't continue to mumble along to it at matches. Do you think that everybody should know it? I absolutely do. I'm a yeah. firm believer. And I've taught it to, to many kids, to many children. Um yeah, I mean, it's awful when you see it matches, rugby matches and um, Gaelic matches and stuff and people, players as well, you know, just kind of mumbling and not having a clue. It's Yeah, I, I think it's awful. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's a basic thing. If you're a citizen, you should know the... The national anthem. The national anthem, yeah. yeah. Do you... Around the Vian, beautiful yeah. song. Do you agree, Susan? Uh, yes, I do. Totally. I totally agree. I mean, we must be one of the few, if not the only country that haven't yeah. got pride in our national language. I mean, if you told Welsh people um, that you were going to, you were thinking of stopping teaching their, their language in school or that you were thinking of doing away with it altogether, they would be horrified, as would any mm-hmm. any country I can think of. Um, we should have pride in our language. We should have pride in our national anthem. It's not a long song. When you think of all the ridiculous songs that you know, I know that heart, you know all the words to exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, you said yourself you don't you don't know, but then learn it if you want yeah, to know. It, yeah. learn it. Why wouldn't you learn? I know. It? I remember learning it in school, but I know now if I had to 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 sing um to sing the song, I, I'm definitely missing words. Definitely, I am. But you're right. Yeah, I mean, if I if I was that bothered about it, I could Google it. You know, and totally. I wouldn't be Google long. It. Wouldn't and, be long finding out. Totally. And a gentleman was on earlier on saying, you know, you're singing, you don't know what you're singing. But then Google that as well. It's not a big thing to find out yeah. what the meaning of our national anthem is, and it's not a long song to learn. So just learn it. Even if you have to learn it phonetically and you don't know the actual words, learn it phonetically. Yeah. But you can sing it at, at matches. Is is that what is that what it is? Do you think, Susan? Just sorry on that. Um, do we just not have pride? Like, are, we're just are we just not as patriotic as other countries? I don't think it's even to do with patriotism. I think it's just there's always been Irish bashing in this country, and it's it's always you know put down to the way it's taught, which I think can be improved. But I think it's just people jumping on the bandwagon of, oh, you know, it's it's never used. What use is, is it to me? It's dreadful. It's shoved down our throats. And I think it's just an excuse for laziness on a lot of people's part, for not bothering to try. I don't speak Irish myself. I have a very, very small smattering of, of Irish. Um, I don't speak it, but I certainly have pride in my language. Um, and I don't subscribe to this point of view of, sure, what, what's the point of it? What's the point of, of Welsh? Mm. What's the point of any minority language? It's your national language. I mean, we're fighting for, for independence, for 
um, you know, for, for centuries. And yet we don't have any pride in our in our language. Okay. Um, but as I say, I don't think it even comes down to national pride. I think it comes down to laziness and just a cop out. Oh, sure, I, I, I never learned Irish. It's the way it was Simple taught. Simple as that, yeah. I mean, yeah. Carl, you're still on the line. Susan makes a good point. Are you there, Carl? Can you hear me? Yeah, you can hear me all right. Is it laziness then? Is it a little bit of laziness, do you think, in our part? Uh, No, I don't think so. I mean, like, I I I think, like Susan, I I know a bit of Irish, but not a whole pile. I certainly don't know the uh, national anthem from start to finish. I would be one of those mumblers. Um, You you could argue, yeah, I should have taken the time to learn it, um, and I haven't. But I, I do think I do think it goes back to like me and Irish and I'm talking from a personal point of view, um, because of the way it was uh, taught to you at school way back. Now I'm talking about I was in school in the in the seventies, and oh, you just went the other way. You're, you're just going to go on this thing. What what's this all about? It's it's now as I get older um, that you're going to look back and say, God, I wish I'd done that. So. So maybe I will sometime. But look, I won't disagree with Susan. She she makes good points. Mm. What about for you, Dee? Just on, on the point that was um, that's been made there about pride. Like, do you think we just lack pride in 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 Ireland about whether it's the national anthem? Are we just not patriotic? Yeah, I kind of agree with what that um, lady said there. Susan, um, yeah. I think it's. I, I'm I'm unsure what it is really is what what to label it, but but I, I definitely think. Um, that schools can can help um, to kind of inculcate that in, in children that love of of country and, um, and 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 okay, like it is a soldier song, and there are those implications, but but it is our national anthem, and we sh- and we, I think personally that we should have pride in it and that we should teach it, and we should teach what it means. Alan is with us as well. 1800-453-106. That's the number. Uh, stay with us if you don't mind, Dee and, and Carl and Susan. We've Alan there too. Alan, do you think we've pride in our national anthem? Uh, I I don't think we've, we've pride in our country or our culture because we, especially our media, have like be, be, be patriotic or anything in this country seems to be a bad thing. So uh, no wonder people don't want to sing the anthem because they're probably afraid they're going to be playing for something. One of your callers just said that. Our, our national anthem isn't inclusive enough. What do you mean it's not inclusive? So I lived in Australia for a number of years. So I go to Australian government and say, your, your anthem is not inclusive enough. Like, we should be, pr- I should have pride in our national anthem, in our country and in our culture is what we should have. And that should be instilled in kids in, in school. Instead of this thing where everything has to be inclusive, we must put other people first. Having pride in your own country is not a bad thing. And do you think thing. we lack that pride? I think we lack that pride because it's, it, it's been made out to be a bad thing. That's, that's what's happening. So Irish culture is made out to be a bad thing. Irish anthem now, oh, it's a soldier song, you can sing that. Like, it, it's our national anthem. It should be taught in schools and that's where people mm. should sing it first. Yeah, so no, no, no need for a new... No, again, actually, I've lived in Australia and other countries. I don't go to them and say, your anthem is untruthful enough. Because that's their country, it's their culture, it's their anthem. I assimilate into their culture, into their country when I was there. That's why I done I didn't ask for them to change to suit me. I changed to suit them or to, to live within their culture. So we need to take pride in what we do and in our country and in our culture. Mm-hmm. It's about time we... As a, being Irish is something that's quite unique and you're treated very well around the world when, when people find out you're Irish. But in Ireland, it seems to be a bad thing that you're Irish. Do you really feel it that, a, Alan? 
but that's that's what the media make out to be. That's what our politicians make out to be. You shouldn't have pride. You shouldn't have this. But you go anywhere in the world, and if you say to someone you're Irish, they will love to stand and chat to you. But yes, in Ireland, no, 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 you're not inclusive enough with Irish. No, no, can't do that. So it's about time we put a bit of Irish, a bit of Irish back into every Irish person and a bit of pride into everyone. Right. And by and doing that, you think, the, the, yeah, to learn the national anthem. Um, yeah. Uh, do, do you agree with that then, Susan? Are you still there with us? I am, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I couldn't, I, my line was bad. I couldn't hear what Okay. That Just, uh, in fact, like, would it be fair to summarise that, Alan, to say that we're, we're not Irish enough? Is, is that kind of what you mean? Uh, we're not allowed to be, to be fully Irish because we must always be inclusive. Well, do you know what? We are Irish. We are unique. That's why people like to come here on holidays. That's what people like. That's what, when you travel yeah. around the world being Irish. That's what people like. So we need to take pride in being Irish. We pride, take pride in our anthem. And we need to get our, lang- our Irish language back up and running and being taught correctly in yeah. schools. So that is, it is a national language for people to have. And don't be embarrassed by it. Well, Patrick has got in touch here who sent in an email. He says, the national anthem is difficult to learn because the Irish lyrics are actually quite difficult. It's it's not easy to just read the lyrics, never mind to sing them. I think it's a brutal song, says Patrick. I had to face the tricolour every day in primary school for years and sing it. And even I still don't know the national anthem. I don't think it's us. I think it's the song, says Patrick. We're talking about this new campaign that's calling on everybody, um, even those in, in schools as well, to learn the words to Iron Levine. And we heard from Rachel Cooper at the start of the show. She's actually heading up this campaign and she says the national anthem, like it should be taught in the classroom so the people don't continue to mumble it at matches and public events. And we've had a huge reaction to this, actually, from callers. Uh, Marjorie is with us, too, on the line. Um, Marjorie, do you think we need a new national anthem or should everybody have to learn it? Should everybody know it? Well, I only know Sinefina Fall and I mumble the rest and I do the grand finale bit with great gusto. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm now 87, I do think that Sean O'Reilly's Misha Era should be our national anthem. It's a beautiful music. It just it, it epitomizes my whole country. I don't want soldier song. I don't want war. I want peace. I, I do not want that national anthem at all. Right. So totally, totally change it then, you think? Oh, totally. Yeah, right. totally. Would you agree with that, Emmanuel? Definitely, of course. Uh, it should be voluntary, of course, for people to learn their own national anthem. But just looking at the language in general, you have to remember that for eight centuries from the penal laws, we were told we couldn't edu- educate our children, we couldn't speak Irish. And everything that was negative about our culture under British rule meant that we didn't speak our own language. So it was only in the early 19th, middle of the 19th century that we began to, to try and begin to learn a language. So what I would say is we should be much kinder to ourselves. I mean, we've suffered so much in a denial of our language that, and, and then again, it, there's, to some extent, it's become a weapon of promotion in the state rather than a free language. In other words, if you're b- very good at Irish, you'll be promoted in the state if you're not. You so this is, it's, it's divisory in that sense. But overall, I, I would say we could be much kinder to ourselves right. and more right. gentle with ourselves and stop this pressurisation of our language. Canaries don't need to be taught how to sing. They just sing beautifully when they're left alone. So we will gather our language in time when we recover from the pain of our history. Okay. Do, do, you, th- do you think that we have pride whether it be in our national anthem, like one of the callers, was it Alan who was with us there a few moments ago made the point that he just thinks that we we don't have 
pride in being Irish. Would you agree with that? I, no, I don't think I don't think it's a question of pride. I think, for example, even flying the national flag. Some people think if you fly the national flag, you're of a certain political persuasion, and then that that creates all complex political issues. But I certainly don't think we're not very proud of ourselves. It's just that we've suffered so much that we're so edgy about all our history and we're still recovering from history and we still have history to resolve. So I think that the, my main message would be why not all be kinder and more gentle with ourselves and understand that we've been through terrible trauma in our history and that if we can learn a little bit of our language in a gentle way, that's fantastic. In other words, rather than saying you must be fluent, if people learn little words here and there and little phrases and that and begin to become more affectionate to the language, I think we'll make tremendous progress, but we must remove okay. the forceful element okay. to learning Irish. Robert, do you think everybody should should know or should have to know the national anthem? Well, I don't think it should be compulsory, but I, I'm delighted this morning to hear all these shows that I've listened to, the, this idea of promoting the learning of the national anthem, and I would like to learn it myself. Sadly, I, I knew it way back in 1973, but I don't know it today. And I think that this uh, promoting of the national anthem at the moment should be combined with a CD that people like myself could buy, be it in a bookstore or, or online, wherever, and I could learn the, listen to it and, uh, and learn it here at home. I think it's a lovely thing to be able to sing the national anthem. And uh, in the past, I even sent out emails a couple of years ago in relation to the same issue, to promote uh, for someone to put it on CD so as you could buy it and listen to it and learn it in both Irish and English. Mm. So you, you agree then with this campaign, this Learner Anthem campaign that's been set up? Well, I think it's fantastic, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, I, I just came on one, just said uh, the woman before the last gentleman, that she hates uh, the, Marjorie, the yeah. war, war aspects of the National Anthem, but she has to realise that Ireland was born out of war. And the message in it is that we were soldiers that had to fight for our freedom. That was the main message, it is the main message in the National Anthem. And it's understandable that it was written in that way. Now, if you want to change it, that's all right. But let people put forward new anthems and then let us have a vote on it, a referendum on it, and, uh, you know, decide, take it on from there. Yeah, there's a couple of suggestions, all right, have been uh, coming in from people. A lot talking about Ireland's call. And then I should say there's a lot of other listeners too texting in. Like, for instance, this one. I think it's diluted nonsense. Ireland's call, absolutely not. I hate to hear it um, uh, been played and at rugby games, according to this texter. Well, it's obviously for different reasons. But anyway, um, Jerry's on the line too. Jerry, what's your thoughts on this? Um, hi, Andrea. Um I was a, a, an entertainer uh, for a number of years and uh, we played in um, pubs and bars and weddings and we would always play the national anthem at the end of the evening which signified the end of the night yeah. for us and thank you, goodbye, out the door. Yeah. And um, But more and more we found that it was being totally disrespected by people in bars that they would be drunk and they would be making gestures and saluting and you know, falling over tables. Uh, we had an international client of ours, a hotel, asked us not to play at the end of the evening because they found it was inappropriate for some of their international guests. Right. And um, more and more, actually, we decided uh, eventually ourselves that, look, lads, uh, out of respect for the national anthem, that we wouldn't play it at the end of the night. And having gone out down, like go to see music, um, I would, um, 
you know, at the end of the night, some uh, entertainers play it and some don't. And, um, you know, I always respect it and it should be respected, you know. Mm. So so if you weren't asked, if you're performing tonight, Jerry, and you're in a pub or a hotel or wherever, um, if you weren't told not to not to perform the national anthem, like, do, do you like to do it or do you want to do it at the end of a gig? Absolutely. I love playing yeah. the national anthem. I think it's, uh, you know, it's part of our heritage. Um you know, our guys, you know, fought for freedom and, uh, you know, I'm, I suppose, you know, one of the people that would be a, a nationalist without being maybe a provisionalist. I'm not sure if that would make sense, but I mean, I, I certainly we all have, I think, a, a national void that we're proud to be Irish. I'm proud to sing the song. I'm proud to play the song. If, um, like, I haven't played for a number of years, but if I was playing tonight in a, a, any venue, mm. I would ask the management, would they like us to play the song at the end of the mm-hmm. evening or not? You do, know? do many performers actually? Perform it at the. I know years ago it used to was always even in nightclubs. It was at the end yeah. of the night. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm just Come trying to think when I last you know. heard it. You know, yeah, at the end like of a night. At nightclubs, they would turn on the lights at the nightclub and play the national anthem. You knew the night was yeah. over and stuff Time like that. Folks, and people yeah. diving out of dark corners. Um, but I think it's 50-50 at the moment that some entertainers will play it at the end of the evening. And honestly, I think entertainers make a conscious decision that people are after having a few points and they may disrespect it. Um, I was telling a researcher about a night it's a number of years ago when we were having a sing-song in a pub. And at the end of the night, we sang the, like with ourselves, uh, we sang the national anthem, but there was um, a couple of uh, American people there and they were totally disrespectful of our national anthem, laughing and joking and making salutes and, you know, walking up and down the pub like military guys. And somebody took them aside and said, look, this is like the Star Spangled Banner for you guys. Uh, Our ancestors fought and died for our freedom. I think you should respect it. And they did afterwards. Paula's is on the line too, Jerry. Paula, do you think we've pride international? Oh yes. Good morning. How are you doing? Hi, Andrea. Um, I'm just a bit puzzled. I was saying in my text there, uh, we're all looking for a united Ireland, a friendlier Ireland. Why would we be pushing for this soldier song? Uh, be a different conversation. Call it far more friendly. I can't. I can't understand this. And and the idea of the national anthem, um, the campaign to call for it to be taught in schools. Do you think that should happen, Paula? I think we should teach the young children from, like, in the States, the children are taught from a very young age. Uh, they have their hand on their heart with pride for their anthem. I think, um, excuse me, <clears throat> I think we should teach uh, friendly words, especially when it's being taught from such a young age. I think they should be, you know, all-inclusive um, with a United Ireland in mind. Okay. So we shouldn't be pushing for a soldier song when we're looking to have a united Ireland one day. Yeah. Well, it'll it'll yeah, that's it'll definitely form part of that discussion. Um if that if that's to happen, I've a text in from a listener who says the French national anthem is far more about war and fighting than the Irish national anthem, and they all sing it with pride as we should too when we sing our Aaron Naveen. I think it's part of our heritage. I was actually, I was in France at the weekend and I can tell you, they, so many people I encountered and met over the weekend and they've such a sense of pride in every, in so many ways and wanting to show you different things, culture, talking about their pride in France. I just, it was, it was something that definitely crossed my mind. I don't know that I would stop and have, um, have done the same as they did if it was chatting to tourists here in Ireland. But anyway, just a, a part of that discussion or that text that came in from one listener. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.